bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. All right, so football is back. That means we are back. And I guess the first thing I want to talk about is, well, I guess Luke was in Iowa City this week. And, Jack, you went into the Iowa State game. I just want to get, like, your guys' point of view on how football with fans is and, like, just how much different it is than last year. Oh, it was unbelievable. I went to... Iowa City last year once, I think it was early in the year, and obviously no one could go in the game. It was just kind of dead, no tailgating. So it was basically just go down, watch the game, go to the bars after. But this year was crazy because we got down there. We tried to get down there as early as we could. So we got down there like 9, 10 o'clock, started tailgating at like 10, 30, 11, and the whole entire day. Then you go watch the game. I didn't. We didn't go into the game. Some of our friends did. The whole city was just – it was so much fun because everyone was ready to get back to it. Tailgating, unbelievable experience too. And, yeah, it was crazy compared to last year to this year. It's unbelievably different. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's been – you think about it, it's been two years since people could tailgate or watch football games in person, like an actual football game in person without masks and, like, uh, stadium capacity. But – yeah, so I was in Ames for the Iowa State UNI game, and they do call Ames the eighth wonder of the world. Is that <laughs> unbelievable? Um, I've heard that. Well, yeah, probably not. You don't learn a lot. But, <laughs> I mean, it was just unreal. Ames is such a good place for tailgating. They have, like, lo- uh, big-ass grass lots all around. And uh, just, like, there's trucks, RVs everywhere, speakers blast. And you go into the stadium, and it's literally just – you just continue the tailgate into the stadium. Everyone's just hammered in the stadium. Like the intro comes on. I don't think I've ever seen so many shooters in my life than I did at Jack Trice <laughs> on Saturday. Everyone had them rolling, but I mean, it just feels so good to have football back. And now with this week two coming up, it's even a bigger week for Iowa State, Iowa. I guess we'll get into that later. And then NFL following it up the next day. Uh, uh, I, I've never been just Jack. <laughs> What's up? Tarps on or off? Three three big ass shooters later and the tarps were off. <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never been down to Ames. I assume it's similar to Iowa's like the setup kind of. No, not really. Not not behind like houses. Iowa just... City's tailgate. That's like in the town. Yeah. Like downtown. Like Ames is just a bunch of grass lots and there's like big ass like just okay. RVs, trailers everywhere. Uh, so. It's not like a house behind houses. No, it's just giant. I mean, there's so much room around Jack Trice. Yeah, there's just grass lots every. It's it's. I think, in my opinion, it might be biased, but I think it's just a better tailgating scene just because you can I've fit never, way yeah. more. You can fit way more people there than. Okay. Yeah. Never, I think at Iowa though, the tailgating scene's more spread out because you have them people like in the parking lot, like where all the RVs and shit are, you know, and then you then you have like them like just grass lots filled with you know just like. Just like trucks and shit, people cooking out, you know, slamming them, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, you have a few bars around and shit. I mean, I have obviously never been to Ames either, but uh, just like based on being from Iowa, there's like, 
I don't know, you have your like actual parking lot people, then you have like grass lot people with the houses, and then they got their giant ass speakers just rolling at all times. Like, I mean, obviously, I, obviously, I, Iowa is just a great place to party if you like college football. Can't really go wrong either place you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess my favorite memory, like from this past week in college football, I mean, number one was just like sitting in my living room and blaring my TV all the way up when Virginia Tech walked out. Like when Enter Sandman came on, you could literally hear, like when it got to the chorus of the song, like every single fan just screaming it. And then Virginia Tech ends up winning, like beating number eight, number ten ranked uh, North Carolina. It was just unbelievable game. And then, um, I <laughs> mean. Then, like, going out later that weekend, and, like, you're just betting, like, on everything just because, and fucking Michigan State versus Northwestern comes on. I live bet the over, which the odds were, like, that dog shit at that point. They ended up covering the over, and I just was going nuts. But definitely can't wait to actually experience, you know, the environment of what's going to go on next week. And we'll move into that right now. Um, I guess we'll start off with Iowa versus Indiana. Um, blew the doors wide open on him. I knew Indiana was overrated going into it, but I didn't think that Iowa would come out like that. Like, I think people were talking up Spencer Petras way too much before the game started. But, I mean, we ended up blowing him out. Granted, there's only six total points in the second half, but our defense just really showed up. Yeah, the second half was just boring, but it was like – it was more of Iowa just kind of controlling the game. We already won – we basically won the game already because our defense is not going to – they were terrible offense. They weren't going to score. It's just kind of controlling the game, run the ball. Like, we, our strength, really. And Petrus didn't have a great game, but he didn't really need to have a great game, I guess. So, Yeah, Luke, I saw everybody you are watching the game with just ended up falling asleep. Oh, everyone was, everyone was cashed. I'm like, you guys fucking suck. I know this is a blowout, but Jesus Christ. Get fired up for some Hawks football. Yeah, well, I mean, they do compare Iowa football to Drake's new album. It's just instant melatonin for everyone watching or listening. <laughs> yeah, you know that's cap. Oh, I'll, we'll talk about. No, wait. The thing want. is, Jack, I was talking to these. I was talking to these guys about betting unders. And I'm like, I know everyone loves the overs, but I personally, when I watch a football game, the the defensive stops and like sacks, big third downs, I fucking love it. I love betting unders because you win right when you start, and when it's so much more electric to watch those defensive stands for me personally. I just I just was loving that like Georgia Clemson game, for example. We'll probably get to that later, but uh, yeah, maybe it's because I, I watched think, Iowa growing up, but I don't I, know, I love you, like, fucking defense. I think you like know you're a big football fan when you like root for defense. You like understand because when I was at my like family gathering, we were watching Penn State versus Wisconsin and it was zero zero at half, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't and I good. Had the under, I'm like Jesus Christ! I'm like, this is a Big Ten shootout right here. Yeah, it's a tight end, tight end in the flat in a cloud of dust football. <laughs> yeah, no, but I guess I'll give my take on the Iowa game. Um, yeah, they won. They won big, but you think about it, their offense didn't really play what the score looked like. They played, you know. Um, you take you take those two defensive touchdowns and then those like just terrible passes that led to Iowa points after I think the game ends up being like fourteen or seventeen to six. So obviously the defense helps. But yeah, I mean they did look good. Iowa's defense is just like you know they're gonna be good. You know, it doesn't matter how many people they lose or who they bring back, they're gonna be solid. 
I agree with Luke. I did think Indiana was a fucking Mickey Mouse ranked team. Uh, they won or they lost three games all last year. All to, they didn't beat a ranked opponent all last year. And then in the bowl game, they played someone they were actually ranked with. Like they're like, I don't know, 10th or 11th, and they just got shit stomped. So I knew Iowa was going to win the game. I just didn't, I don't know. I don't think anyone, anyone's really talking about Iowa this offseason. So no one really knew how they were going to be. Yeah, I was, I didn't even know what to think, what to expect of us. I knew what we had, on, what we were going to have on offense because I knew Peters is going to be another game manager like we always get usually. And then, Goodson obviously is going to run the ball, and our line's going to be good, and our defense is going to be solid. I just, this is one of the years that you I didn't really know much like what going into the year. Well, I mean, especially going expect. into this game, I didn't really know what to expect because we were still mm-hmm. favored by three. And then, yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, just seeing like people like talk up, talk up Peters and shit. I just thought it was ridiculous. But uh, well, like people don't realize that last year they lost the first two games, yeah, to teams we should have won beat easily and then he won the rest of the games like he won right. every tr- game for a trophy and the bowl game so it's like he we played we did we had a good year last year it just didn't seem like it because how it started and how covid we weren't around so i don't know uh i guess we can move on to iowa state versus you and i uh i didn't get to watch this game because it wasn't on tv i don't know about you luke but where i was at they didn't have it on um but i mean just it, the score would pop up at the bottom of whatever game you're watching of Iowa State. And, like, I just couldn't believe my eyes. Like, how does this even work? Like, I couldn't believe – I mean, so Jack goes to you and I. We're – me and Luger and you and I, like, fucking every other weekend. <laughs> like, there's no way that they even hold the jockstrap of Iowa State. I mean, they were favored by 29, was it? And, I mean, you and I wins by – or lose by six. And the game ended on a pick, didn't it? Yeah. yeah well, so no, they, actually – you and I had one last chance, and then they just, like, threw up, like, a desperation and lost. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that. I think that was the only highlight I saw of the game, uh, other than seeing Brees Hall tubes later. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got for that. Yeah, so I, I had the game off my phone kind of after halftime. I can't remember what score was. It was, like, it was, I don't know, but um, I don't know. I, I knew you and I was going to – I was going to win because if you watch the second half – you and I was not good on offense. They couldn't get anything going, and, like, they shouldn't. They're playing Iowa State. So, like, if you look at the score, you're like, oh, shit, they might win. But you watch the game. Jack saw the game. They weren't going to win that game. There's no way Iowa State was going to let them win because they were just going to – if they needed to, they, they could just score, pull out something and score. So, it wasn't as close as you think. I knew Iowa State's terrible in home openers and to start the year. They haven't won in home opener in forever. So, or even like an opening game. So, there's not really much to say about it. They barely beat them, but they played way better. Yeah, that entire that entire game, I have Iowa fans left and right texting me like, "Oh, they're gonna blow it. They're gonna lose. They're gonna get upset." The entire game, I was there. It was close the entire game. There wasn't a doubt in my mind. I didn't think we were gonna win. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I guess I was the one that I was the only one that actually really watched the game out of us three, and. If you go back and rewatch it, Iowa State used a total of, I think, maybe eight or nine plays on offense. Because Iowa State, I would compare to – I'd compare Iowa State to the Pittsburgh Steelers when it comes to this. I mean, they overlook team like, they look past teams, and they play level of competition. Like Luke said, week one, Iowa State never play, never blows teams out because they always look ahead or they just like, oh, I'm playing you and I, who cares? 
But, I mean, you got to give credit to you and I. This was basically their Super Bowl for them, you know, because they're on national television. Like, they're playing the number seven ranked team in the country. It always is their Super Bowl. So, they played well. But I'm not too worried about Iowa State going into this next weekend. Um, Charlie Kohler was quite – he could have played, but they just rested him. Um, so, he didn't play. Uh, he used a total of, like, nine plays. So, defense yeah, looked Jack, good. when you – when you told me about the nine plays thing, I like kind of thought you're full shit for a second. But then I saw I forget who else said it, but someone like who like actually gets paid money for doing this shit said they're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Iowa State just ran like like you said like the same nine plays whole game just like so then they'd give Iowa nothing and they pretty much just sweep this you and I game under the rug, saying that you know, like even the Iowa like over like. Maybe not overperformed, but this next week should be. I mean, you shouldn't like go into it with uh, the expectations that you have right now, and you should like keep that same mindset you had going into week one. Like this, like, it could be a great game, but also, I mean, to say that Iowa State's just gonna fucking play the same game they played last week is just unreasonable. I agree. I mean. Yeah, we did. Well, I mean, we had about a total of three different pass plays we would use. So by the time the fourth quarter came, you and I was knew what we were running, but like we just didn't care. We were still going to run it. And if you think about it, it comes down to the end of the season. They're not going to look at, oh, you only won by six. To, like, a win's a win at the end of the day. Like, if you're 1-0, they're going to respect you. They're going to give you a win for it. So just get past you and I and then focus on Iowa here. Uh, college game days coming to Iowa, Iowa State. Um, we will also be there. I don't think we're going to make it for – we're definitely probably not going to be at, like, the college game day set. But, I mean, you can only imagine how crazy that atmosphere is going to be. Yeah, no, this is nuts because last two times we've played, we've had game day, and both in Ames. And that's just – I think it's great – I said this to Jack a couple times already I think I'm glad Iowa State's good because we get to see good game rivalry games now like I because I always can't imagine like going to those Auburn Alabama Iron Bowl games that are just two like top ranked teams going at it it's like that's kind of like what we we're nine and ten it's basically like we're top ranked it feels like for both of us and I love it it's gonna be awesome game to to be at just to be down in there I'm not even gonna be in the game but just to be in Ames it's gonna be so much fun yeah, it definitely will be. I think atmosphere wise for for Iowa State, the like the craziest game of the year. Um, I guess they really haven't came out with uh the who they're gonna have as a special guest, but I Trey mean, Trey Young I, wasn't it? I doubt it. No, he's going to the game because someone's playing. Trey Young doesn't like either team. Yeah, Trey Young went to Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but uh. I mean, if I'm giving a prediction who's going to be a celebrity guest, I would probably pick uh, Carson King because he was the guy who made that poster. He's last not that big celebrity, though. I imagine they, like, have him there, but. I bet, he, I bet he's a celebrity. But be he, was the, he was the one that blew be, up last time, and then. It's got to be an Iowa State. And then, I mean, he raised $10 million, so. Mm-hmm. Right, I can see that. Right. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I think they have to have him on there, but. I don't know if, like, he's going to be the guy. That's just all I was saying. Yeah. The, it's going to be damn close game, that's for sure. It's not going to be – I because Iowa doesn't give up many points, and obviously it's hard to get blown out if you don't give up many points. So, I, 
I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Um, yeah, we'll keep moving. Um, I mean, this week in college football, we saw eight ranked teams lost. Um, I know a lot of games were ranked versus ranked opponents, but I mean, there's also a lot of ranked teams that nearly lost to unranked opponents. I mean, you had Tulane keep it within five against Oklahoma. You had the Clemson Georgia game, seven point different. I mean, there, that, that looked like a Big Ten game. I couldn't believe like what I was watching, like just seeing Clemson and Georgia just go at it, just defensively. The only touch game was a pick six. And I had, I had, I last minute, so I was up already with my my bets. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm. I think Georgia's winning this game. I'm gonna throw some money on it. Watching that game was so much more fun. Like that, having money on Georgia than having a like a not a blowout, a uh, shootout. Because it was just stop after stop, and every stop they got, you could see both teams were just it, the defense. Just like felt like for once they were the re like. Usually it's like defense just goes out there. The offense is the reason for everything. Offense gets all the praise, but defense just you could just tell they were feeling it. They were the reason this game was close, and it was so much fun watching getting those big third down stops, those big sacks. And it was so I was watching at the bar too. Well, there's so much on the line too, because I mean. Them two are obviously going to make the playoff, but I mean, well, I guess they'll see each other in SEC championship. Or fuck, no, they won't. Uh, they'll probably see each other in playoff because I mean they're either going to be two or three. Well, I guess Georgia will have the upper hand because I don't. Neither team's going to lose the rest of the year until uh, what's your nuts? You're going to lose Alabama. Yeah, Georgia will lose Alabama. Maybe though. Fuck, I don't know. I mean, you guys can take it from there, but. And it's gonna just depend, kind of how. I mean, how, they're uh, fucking. What's the quarterback's name? Bryce. Uh, Bryce Young. Yeah, he played unbelievable. He had the best. He had the best uh, Alabama debut out of any other uh, of the last four Alabama quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He's and like he's supposed he to be more talented. Fourteenth ranked Miami. Yeah, so he's supposed to be more talented than any all the other ones, talent wise, but. Yeah, well, they have Georgia in the new AP poll that just came out. They have them at two. So, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell off one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Georgia's offense didn't look good, obviously. But they Clemson and Georgia both had top five defenses in the country going Close, out. Yeah, Clemson returned. It was, I saw Clemson Georgia returned everybody. Had, in preseason rankings, it was Georgia one, Alabama two, and Clemson three for defenses. Yeah, Clemson returned everybody from last year from their defense. So, like – that that's experience in their top five last year. So it's not like Georgia. I don't know. I it's curious to see how they do it this week without playing a really good defense. Right. I mean, keeping it moving like other college games I saw that were huge. I mean, I think LSU UCLA, I went UCLA minus three and a half or minus three, whatever it was, or plus three. But I think, a lot of people expected LSU to lose against UCLA, especially with everything going on. Like, they got moved because of the hurricane, and then LSU was dog shit last year. I know they got, like, a bunch of new five-star recruits or whatever, but, it, I mean, it didn't really matter. Uh, UCLA at home, they, like, I mean, I don't I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I guess I think it was, like, expected for USA UCLA to beat LSU and Ed Orgeron now everybody's saying is he's on the hot seat for losing his job yeah and people say like you're if you go if you coach a program any of those top programs LSU Alabama Oklahoma um 
Georgia, any of those games, and you don't win, like, at least for three years in a row, not competing for the a championship or competing and making the playoffs, you're going to be gone. I don't care how if how long ago you won a championship. You're going to be – if you can't compete for – if you have two or three down years, you're gone. You, you can't stay there because they need to compete for championships every single year. Yeah, I agree. I think that's kind of a hot take, but I, it kind of proves – I think Ed Orgeron is kind of a fluke of a coach. I mean, yeah, he had the – he had, I kind of thought he was too. Yeah, he had that year where they're arguably the best team in college football history. But if you think about it, they had the, the, their entire team went to the NFL after that year. Um, so I mean, they, he had he had the greatest roster in college football history. But like you can see what he's doing now with a whole new roster and like Joe Burrow, all those guys like not on his team. I don't know. I there's no reason they should be losing to UCLA if they have five stars across the board. But I think UCLA is legit. They look good. Um, they have a chance at winning the Pac-12. Yeah, they're the best team in California, like <laughs> for once. Like they always well, are the shadow USC, of USC is ranked above them. I mean, I imagine yeah. be a great game. UCLA. Yeah, I mean, see who they play though. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people are saying they're like, now that uh, Chip Kelly's got his visor back on, maybe he's back to being a good coach, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, beat that pussy full full five. The Eagles fan, he fucking hates Chip Kelly. So. They're gonna they're gonna score a lot of points with that offense they got because their quarterback's good, and obviously Chip Kelly, that's what he does, score points. Uh, moving on to Chip's Chip Kelly's brother. Um, did you guys see that post game uh, interview where he goes he goes I'm a big execution guy, so he's like maybe some of my players should be executed after this game. <laughs> After going in the OT with Florida State and they barely beat him like on a field goal, I, <laughs> that was just the electric press conference. I mean, we haven't seen that in a while, sure. Yeah, I know that game was really fucking good too. <clears throat> if you watched it, and I was gonna put money on it, then I was like, yeah, no, nah, I was gonna do Florida State, but I ended up covering. But no, I that was a really good game. Uh, Mackenzie Milton, though, what a. He came in, I was like, I didn't even know he's on Florida State. I'm like, he's good. Everyone was like, oh, my God, he, who is this guy? Like, who I was watching the game with, but I was watching the game with a lot of guys that aren't really <laughs> big in the football and stuff. But, yeah, no, he killed it when he came in. And, yeah, that uh, press count, that end, end of the game was fucking hilarious because everyone took it the wrong way. But, like, come on, like, chill out. It's just funny. Yeah, I mean, you got to tip your cap to Florida State, though. They were down 18 going in the fourth. They scored 18 unanswered to tie it up and bring it to overtime. But, you know, maybe Florida State's not as bad as they have been in the past, you know, five years, but I guess we'll see. The ACC is not too good besides Clemson. Uh, who knows about Miami, too? So Florida State could have a solid year in the ACC. Well, a lot of people have said, like, that's why they're taking Florida State to cover because this was kind of the year that they – starting to figure things out again because they got they went through a couple coaches now they kind of they finally got the guy they want and like this is kind of the year that they're starting to get things back together and that's why i was going to put money on them to just at least cover against these guys but and they did so yeah they're, they're better than people think that's for sure um i imagine you got yeah luke you said you watched the game but that was unbelievable i think every single I mean, every five minutes, you heard that tomahawk chop or chop or whatever, that whole chant. It was just on repeat the entire game. It was so loud. I'm like, 
I know like they're going they're playing number nine Notre Dame. Like this crowd's obviously gonna be insane on a night game too, like primetime television. But I mean it was just it almost like I don't wanna say like annoying, but it was like the most repetitive thing ever. Like but that atmosphere just looked absolutely insane. Yeah, no, once uh their first, the fourth first quarterback was pretty good. Stat wise he didn't do play good at all. And then they brought in Milton, who kind of just let him down the field. Their run game was unbelievable, though. Like, had I don't know. And then what's his name for Notre Dame had a had a um, Heisman candidate for their running back. He was terrible. So I I think Florida State just no team could tackle either. That's why he's so high score if you watch the game. But no, it was really fun to watch, especially with the tomahawk chop. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that for the most part, recaps are like week recap or whatever. Uh, we can move on to picks now for this upcoming week. Uh, Luke, I mean, you said you had a few college football picks. I have a few too, but you can start with yours. Yeah, I got three that I like. Um, first of all, I got Florida uh, minus 28 and a half for South Florida. I mean, NC State beat South Florida 45 to nothing. Florida's a little better than them even. And Florida's got Bama next week at home. They gotta put up. They gotta do something. They gotta. They're gonna figure it out. They're not gonna slack because they're gonna keep figuring it. Like you listen to part of my take this week. They said something about that. How they kept slinging the ball. They're still trying to figure shit out. But I don't know. They're, they're just NC State beating forty five to nothing. Florida is forty five points better than them. Then I got Notre Dame. I think it's minus sixteen and a half versus Toledo. Uh, last five meetings with a max school Notre Dame. It's only one game decided by like double digits. I saw, and Notre Dame looks so good on offense. I don't think Toledo's going to be able to keep up with that, and their defense will figure it out with Kelly, Ryan Kelly. And then Ball State plus 22 versus Penn State. I don't think Penn State looked great necessarily in that game, and if they can't score, then you can't really beat a team that bad. And Ball State is, little stat, is 9-1 and one against a spread in the last 10 as underdogs. So and there are a team that's like on the verge of being ranked. Some people have them ranked. I saw so they're not. There's no slouch there. So I think those three I really like. Uh, uh, Jack, I don't know if you got a chance to look into any games, but uh, yeah, actually I have a few. Um, so Alabama Mercer, I'm gonna take Alabama money line on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, strong performance from Alabama last week. Mercer is coming off a dodge. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. They are riding a high horse, but I think Alabama will win this. They are home, which does give them the advantage, I think. So I'm going to take them. Um, I also had another one here. Uh, actually, Texas and Arkansas. Arkansas is plus six and a half. I'm going to take Texas to cover that game, as people know who, how much I – hate Texas with the bottom of my heart. I will down. They did look good last mm-hmm. week. People say it's against the Louisiana Lafayette yeah. team that isn't that good, but they were they had a great year last year and they brought most of their guys back. They were ranked this year too. They they Texas looked really good. Texas got Sarkeesian as their coach. Yeah, too. I bet I bet Louisiana because like you said, you they brought back twenty starters and then I looked at the preseason um defense ratings and the Cajuns were ranked like eighth. And I didn't even think that their defense was like, I mean, not good at all, like even relevant. And yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess they had them in the preseason, but yeah, like you said, Texas did play really good, way better than expected. I thought Texas was frauds going into week one, but yeah, they did play great. I like Sharkeesian as their coach, though. 
No, oh, yeah, he's the guy to do it. Yeah, he's gonna put. He's gonna be able to score. He's such a good play caller for say that anyways. Yeah, but I'd say those are my two uh, locks of the week. <laughs> um, one game I like a lot is USC versus Stanford minus seventeen. I don't think people realize like how bad Stanford is at football, and I like, I just. I just really believe the US, USC can beat them way more by 17. And then the next game, North Carolina versus Georgia State, covering by 25 and a half. I think last week was, like, such a hard game to play. I mean, for literally anybody to go into Virginia Tech. Um, and then Sam Howell obviously played like shit. I, don't, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the country in, like, a lot of people's eyes for a reason. I think they're going to turn around this week. And Georgia State, you haven't heard about them since – March Madness fucking basketball. So <laughs> I think twenty five and a half points is no problem for North Carolina to cover. How about uh Kansas though storming the field last week last game? Kansas was the worst team in Power Five schools, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see they stormed the field though? Did they lose? No, no they, they stormed the field after they they beat South Dakota. Oh, and great. snapped a nineteen game losing streak. Hey, you know what they say though? You're hot or you're deal. They were do. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing to start in the field. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, thing that wraps up college football will move. Sorry for the abrupt ending, but we will be recording every Tuesday at night. We'll be releasing episode 30 minute episodes every Wednesday morning and then Thursday night to give you our picks for the second episode. Uh, episodes will be 30 minutes long, so it's easier for you guys to listen to. Um, we'll have outros for the rest of the year. We just fucked up this time. So thank you for listening. This kid is a He's a He's a He's a He's a He's a Let him go, it's time. You're gonna lose me. Let him play, let him play. 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 Let him play, let him play.